Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a new episode of Bad Thought Therapy. I am Cherie Hardy, and thank you so much for tuning in. Tonight, you guys, I have a very, very special guest. He is Darius Williams, and he is the father of five girls, right, Darius? And so um, I met him through my bookstore, and I was just so moved to have him share some of the things that he has learned as a father, as a young father. And so Darius, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank oh, you so much. Thank you for being here. You know, before the show, before I started recording, you were talking about um, just fatherhood in general. What do you think has helped you? Because my show is all about trying to help other people. What has helped you to be such a dedicated and focused father? Um, I definitely think it starts with my foundation, like having the type of father I had. Um, even though he passed when I was 12, um, it was everything to me, you know, everything I, I can remember about him. And I know my dad wasn't a perfect man, but he was a perfect father to me. Um, I don't even remember calling my dad, you know, having to, you know, like put his hands on me or um, even get to that point to where, you know, I was in fear of him in that way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's mainly because we talk, he talked to me about it a lot and I try to exercise that as a dad. I don't get it twisted, I didn't pop my kids. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but I didn't pop them. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't really condone in the, the mm-hmm. child, mm-hmm. the child rearing. Mm-hmm. This child of mine running from me. Come here. Mm-hmm. So um, basically, mm-hmm. to answer the question in short, my, my, uh, my father and my grandfather who actually took over when he passed, you know, because mm-hmm. my mom wasn't available at the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, for the most part, definitely my dad, man. And I know a lot of people don't have their dad. That's what I was going to ask you. What would you say? Like, you said something powerful. You said your dad wasn't perfect, a perfect man, but he was a good dad. And I think it's important for people to hear that because if you're listening and you're a young man, I'm putting, I'm going to put this on my mother and son page. If you are a man, you don't have to be perfect to be a good dad. What are some of the qualities, Darius, that your dad had that you consider him as a good dad? I would say uh, spending time with me, mm-hmm. um, instilling a lot of a lot of like the necessary um, things that that young boys need to know about. You know, from mm-hmm. like. Um, being in control of my own hygiene, mm-hmm. just my own upkeep. You know, my dad was a very clean man. He always smelled good. He always mm-hmm. had his hair good. Mm-hmm. You know, always. And I, I don't, I don't even wear a lot of jewelry, but he had watches, he had rings. And I just wanted to be like him. And um, and I was into like, I was into idolizing at the time different kind of men, just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, Bobby Brown. You know, mm-hmm. like my dad wasn't a dancer. My dad wasn't a singer. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that aspect came from my mother. But, mm-hmm. you know, overall, mm-hmm. like, that's what I, I looked at. And I liked that I seen what I seen, what I seen out of my daddy. You know, it's like the morals he laid down and as a young man. So you on. guys listening to that, he said that his father spent time with him. If you're a dad, that's the number one thing children understand. They spell love, T-I-M-E, time. Spend time with them. And also, Darius said that his father taught him things, how to take care of himself. If you have children, that time 
and that teaching, telling and teaching are two different things. You guys listening, please spend some time teaching your children the life lessons that you have learned. So you have five girls and you're mainly responsible for what, for those young girls? Yes. Okay. Very good. All right. And so, and so thank you. And so what is you earlier, you said being a father was fun and I love that. What is fun about it? Cause maybe we need to have some people do a paradigm shift and see it that way to be empowered. What is fun about it? Well, like, um, number one, um, I, uh, I, I don't think I've ever, I've never loved something so much in my life. Uh, you know, when you have a child, um, it's a different kind of love. Yes, it is. And, and them smile, seeing them, you know, knowing you're responsible mm-hmm. for so much, mm-hmm. you know, it, it helps. Um, but the funnest thing I say with my daughters, um, is like just making them happy, you know, helping them, helping them uh, become young ladies as best as I know. You know, you know, you know, it's gonna be. Uh, it was not solely on the mom, you know, raise better females um, than we, than we, you know, have witnessed in my generation. Mm-hmm. But um, just to be a part of it, a part of the process, a part of um, the upbringing, a part of showing them what a real woman, uh, real young woman is or should be like you know not not forcing them not making them feel like that but just right. giving them outlet and um that opinion that they need from who raising them and uh i would say nowadays it's kind of like separated because i have i have um 11 year old and i have uh twins at 10 mm-hmm. so like the baby is 19 months and like abriel's in the middle at six so it's like a big gap so it's, it's a good challenge to um, find things for all of us to do and have fun with. But um, the main thing is, is like giving your giving your child um, something that you enjoy and seeing if they can find enjoyment out of it and learn from it too. And the main thing I do is music. So I'm not one of those parents that make you know um, athletics a requirement. I told myself this when I was younger. I, I'm going through music. Music has helped me in so many ways. Not only, with, not only in regards to my livelihood, but just to my, my own personal, you know, mental health and, uh, you know, social life, whatever. Um, I'm requiring them to know instruments. Like, you're going to learn an instrument no matter, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No matter when, but you're going to learn an instrument. You're going to learn an instrument too. Mm-hmm. I told myself I was going to buy it, so I was going to make a minimum two instruments. Mm-hmm. My granddad was like, you know, just start off with one and see. Okay. You know, I, but like just even being able to pass that pass that on to them. All my children have rhythm. They be they some dancing, but they not even like the bad dancing girls. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they don't they don't I got my oldest, my oldest, she she be on TikTok. I really don't care for TikTok. Mm-hmm. The TikTok is not like once the adults took over TikTok, it was no longer for kids. So mm-hmm. I don't want her to I didn't want her to uh, you know, fall into that being shown too much too early. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I co parent, so um it's hard to kind of like keep her away from that aspect because of, you know how her mom runs her life so um but i talk to her about it all the time i, I tell her things i don't like and i don't want to see and it's very smart so i'm really not too concerned about it but all of them have been all of them has been have been introduced to music just like me and my um my, my dad my, my um siblings but like the main thing that helped me out of life was my love for music that was passed on to me from my father mm-hmm. you know, my, my dad passed my father and my mother was 
what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I got family from Louisiana, so obviously I've heard it all. And I, I just gravitated, gravitated more to um, R&B because it just it's feel good music, you know, cleaning up the house yeah. and uh, and just you know, just being like when when, when our household was at a calming state, mm-hmm. it, it was mainly because of R&B. And then when my when my granddad came from the like the he don't he don't he didn't do none of the new music. He was that Al Green, Earth, Wind, and Fire. A lot of uh, jazz, cause it, aren't you from Louisiana? Yes, okay, so y'all got a lot of jazz. Okay, great. Okay. Illinois, yes, a lot okay. of jazz. Okay. So like, uh, that that was like that was like the thing that topped it off. Like okay. I used to be upset that he didn't he didn't care for me to play my music. Mm-hmm. Not even that it was rap, it was like cursing, just um standing firm on what he wanted to listen to and what was going to be played in his household because that's where I was living, and it helped me so much. Okay. Like, I loved okay. All the old, I love all the pioneers of music. And it was it helped me, and I attest that to what I do in uh, music when I when I DJ or I do any type of event because I can go anywhere with it. I can do a ninety year old mm-hmm. birthday celebration. Wow. I can do a two year old birthday celebration, all because you know the foundation that was set. And at the end of the show, I want to talk about your business. I wanted to give a shout out to your business. But going back to the fatherhood, you said something kind of interesting. You give them life lessons. As young women, I do believe that the first father, the first man in their life can determine how they see other men. What is a life lesson that you think is so critical that you tell your daughters all the time? Maybe something that you maybe top three things, but something that you find yourself telling them over and over again. Darius. Um, people are perfect. Like we still are growing as human beings and daddy not perfect. Daddy, sometimes daddy gonna have bad days. Sometimes y'all not gonna like me. Mm-hmm. But y'all always know that I love you and I'm gonna try my best to protect you. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um and just just not being cause I I, I was I was real stern mm-hmm. early. Mm-hmm. And I do mm-hmm. my, my teachings and I don't want them to ever be like, you know, they feel like they can't come to me. You know what I'm saying? Or their moms. I, mm-hmm. I preach that a lot. Like mm-hmm. no matter what me and the mom relationships are or mm-hmm. term, I never, I've never a day this life of mine, God can strike me down, say anything negative towards my daughters about their moms. Oh, that's beautiful. To tell them, like, to, to be disrespectful or to not, and I, I, I emphasize this on their moms, and their moms have their, their ups and downs, like, mm-hmm. like, you gotta be patient with them because you don't want her to be a teenager and shut you out. Yeah. That's like my biggest fear is like my children shut me out and not come to me. Like, because you hear so many things about things that happen to little girls and they, mm-hmm. they skip mm-hmm. about whether it be somebody trying to do something to them that's that's, that's negative or wrong mm-hmm. or um, um older guy or older kid made a pass at them like I want them to be able to um open up be open about that and not never be able to be afraid to talk to them about something like that you know, and they will they're gonna come to you Darius because you told them to and a lot of people don't have that because their parents have never opened that door so that is commendable so powerful lesson. Oh, I think that's powerful that good parenting doesn't mean that you're perfect and you're teaching them forgiveness. They're learning forgiveness and long suffering through the relationship that they have with you. And that's what that's these are our parents are our first teachers, actually. And you definitely talked about having open communication. Anything else, any life lesson that you tell them that, you know, other fathers need to hear. You said some good I, stuff. I can tell you this, and I'm glad I'm talking to you. Just reminded me of what happened. 
this was last week. Mm-hmm. So the twins' mom, she she um reached out to me, text like Amori just asked me. I got twins named Amiri and Amori. Mm-hmm. Amori just asked me, um, why is it so many um white people on TV on mm-hmm. shows that we watch and not that many black people? Mm-hmm. And it was like you never think of this lesson. You never think of having to um mm-hmm. answer this. Mm-hmm. So young, you know, and it kind of threw her mom off. So she, she contacted me, and before I even gave my opinion or, or got back to her, um, in, in totality with, with what I wanted to express, my grandmother, I called my grandmother, mm-hmm. I called my granddad just to get them. And like my granddad was like, you know, you know, the sooner you get it, the sooner you, um, you know, you express to them like how it is in the real world, um, the better off it'll be. You know, she just, she's so smart right now. She, mm-hmm. she, she got it before you had a chance. back and have some time to um, fill yourself back up. have not tried to do that you talked about prayer talk about your spiritual life and how important it is to you as a father because I believe that with direction from God is the only way we can do anything well but I want you to speak on that from your heart young man um I was taught young 
um, church and to my family mm-hmm. um, that you're never alone. Yes. God is always watching. Never. And I, I always use that, you know, in my darkest days, in my, my um, saddest times, and even in my strongest times. Come on now. In my happiest days, I pray. That's it. I, um, I, I feel, I feel what I believe is God. I, yes. I feel through, you know, spiritual um, belief. Yes. Um, and this is just for me. I don't, I don't try to deter nobody. I don't try to pull anybody my way. Mm-hmm. I don't shun people for what they believe in. Mm-hmm. I, I stay within myself because, you know, we, we have to have God inside, um, especially when we're making His image. Yes. So, the basis of um, my prayer. Um, definitely comes from being taught at a young age that you're never alone. Yes, yes. Never alone, ladies and gentlemen. If you're a father and you're struggling, we're going to talk about prayer. I'm going to ask Darius to kind of talk about prayer in general. I do this a lot, Darius, in my um, podcast too because I'm not a religious person anymore. I'm more spiritual. And I realize people don't know what prayer is, Darius. So I say that prayer is just talking to God. But how do you get into prayer? Some people don't even know how to do it, Darius. Tell them how to do it because I am with you. He is with us, but they don't know. So tell them, young man. Thank you so much. I can, I, I, I do it all the time. I, mm. I can be, I, I can be, I remember last time I went to this, this place, it's like Hibachi Grill, it's mm. Japanese, where they cook the food in front of you. I was in the bathroom washing my hands before, you know, mm-hmm. I went back to my table before everything got started. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in there praying over the food. You know, that's my first time. Mm-hmm. I'm praying over the food. You know, I'm praying over that. Preparing the food, you know. Yes. I'm praying. My face burnt off. Just little stuff like that. <laughs> I know. I don't so, like when they cut those guys in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, 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 um, as an adult, I made sure I, I didn't only pray to God for help. I pray to him for thanks. Come on. Oh, thanks. For um, appreciation. Yes. For my blessings. Yes. I always lead my prayer by saying thank you for blessing me. Yes. Yeah. Um, I tell God I love him all the time. I talk to my dad like I talk to God. I feel, I feel my father. That's beautiful. I feel our father. Um, and it, for me, it's easy. It's easy. It, I, I'm going to get off the phone and I'm praying. Yes, yes, Lord, we thank you right now for this podcast that it blesses young men, old men, who all fathers around the world, world, Lord. And prayer, as you say, we could pray anywhere. I like that. You could pray in a restaurant, you could pray in your house, you could pray anywhere. And that is powerful. Before we end this show, Darius, let's talk a little bit about your business because I want to, when I actually upload this, I want to share. So you are a DJ. And what's the name of your business, or what is your DJ name? Um, I don't really have a name anymore. I okay. just go by my nickname is Duke. Duke. Uh, I used to go by the Monarch Duke Chukum because it was something my friend gave me okay. at a young age. Because I, I dance a lot before I even step behind the table. Okay. But um, I don't. I definitely don't like to just classify myself as a DJ because. I'm still learning the craft. It just has been super good to me because of song selection. When okay. you have song selection, anybody can be a DJ. We all are DJ in our own mm-hmm. rights because mm-hmm. we all play music that we want to hear. And some, maybe a lot of times, people around us they want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not the that's the main basis of what I do. But I do have a small landscaping company that I dabble in from time to time when I want to. Okay. Um, it's big. It's um, it's big. This is gonna be one of the big. 
big statements I make. Mm. Two of the biggest statements I make on this podcast for young men that's you know looking for direction that don't know what they want to do. Yeah, don't fight with yourself. Do not fight with yourself. If you mm. feel something inside you, do not fight with mm. yourself. Don't fight with let yourself. That, let that take you. You know, so long as it ain't hurt nobody, especially if it's something that's helping people. It's, 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 it's helping people and it's helping you in the process. Mm. Do not fight with it. I didn't fight with music. Um, I always had it, mm-hmm. and I always felt like I'd have it. I'd have it to fall back on the DJing aspect and the event planning and, and knowing how to put on a show and do a concert, do a wedding. Mm-hmm. All came with actually learning the skill of DJing, the basics. But for the most part, I am a, I am to society a mechanical um, tech, engineer and technologist because that's what I went to school for. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm a small machinist, I'm a drill specialist. I work for a company called Caterpillar for four years. It's an industrial technology company. Everybody's seen those big yellow machines with CAT on them. And I used to work for them, and that's what I went to school for, was um, mechanical, mechanical engineering technology. So I, I spent time, and, I, and sometimes I called it wasted time, but I, I, I saw the lesson in it. So I can't really discredit it like that. You know, I made money. But it's definitely not what I had a passion for, definitely not what I want to do. And that's not everybody's path. Everybody's path is not, it might, it might be a stepping stone, you know? Mm-hmm. I need to take care of themselves, take care of their kids, and we fall into these situations. But it always it's going to draw back to the choices we make, you know? And um, just just pray and, and hope God helps you make the best choice for yourself to where you can live the type of life you want to live. And that's one thing. The other thing is, um, what was I going to say? I think I might have covered both on that. Yeah, fast. you said don't fight with yourself. I, I love that. I have yeah. not heard that, ladies and gentlemen, especially yeah. young men. If you're listening, do not fight with yourself. Um, mm-hmm. As he said, Darius said, you know, he had a job, but he used that job and it allowed him to transition to do the things that he wanted to do. That's what life is all about. You want to have fun. As he said, he has fun as a parent. You want to have life and have it more abundantly. But he also said something that I think is key. He talks to God. He praises God and thanks God. Y'all, we can't do it without him. That's just the bottom line. We need him in prayer. I love what you emphasize. It's not just talking to God about our problems, but it's also thanking God and giving him glory. He has blessed us no matter where you are and how you are, you are blessed. Whether you know it or not, you are blessed. So, Darius, what is your um, IG or your social media? Like, if people wanted to contact you, I, when I write this up and I post it, uh, well, I'll get your, I'll get all this from your email, but what? just say it now. What is your, if somebody wanted to contact you for your business, how would they do that? Um, I, I, I go from all forms. Um, mm-hmm. Direct contact from my numbers and my social media, my social media, um, on Facebook, it's Darius, that's D-A-R-I-U-S, Just Duke, and Just Duke is spelled J-U-Z-T-D-U-K-E, not J-U-S-T, uh-huh. J-U-Z-T, because it was a lady in Memphis okay. that had that name, and I tried to buy it off her. Okay, and okay. I, I, cut off, I cut off the second half of my name, and it was to call me through Chuka, and I kind of felt like it was a part of my adolescence, so I, I was trying to move on from it. Okay. I messaged this lady for a long time, and she would not let me she buy it. Okay. And that's my, my Instagram and Twitter. All that is is at just 
all that Justin J-U-C-T-U-K-E but um my direct line for my for my um my my music services is uh 312-650-9391 give that one more time Derek. 312-650-9391 I'm based out of Illinois but I travel to okay. the, I travel to the furthest parts of the, of the country and okay but um I wanted to say something to the young men that will be um, listening to this or that are listening to this. Um, We do a lot of complaining, you know, that don't go our way. Um, For every complaint, you need to try and figure out two solutions. I I learned this from my grandpa. And I came in with an issue. I came in with an issue, like struggling, like before before he preached patience with me. You know, when I first became a father, because in the, for the first time in your life, you're not going to be in control of your life. You know, you share a child with somebody, and if you're not married to them, or you're not with them, you know, it's going to be like this. My oldest child came on um, an incident between me and her mom, which was not love, it was passion. So, I, I take my stripes, I, I take my stripes, I roll with And the main thing he said to me was like, for every time you complain to me, you won't come with two solutions about that complaint. Whether it be, whether it be, you know, um, somebody not giving, somebody not giving you a fair shot in this world because of the color of your skin, or for somebody not wanting to deal with you because of your past. You know, you have to find two solutions. Try your best. I'm not saying it's gonna always work out like that. I have not been through, you know, being poor. I have not been through not being loved. I have not been through um, being down and out. You know. Because of you know the people who raised me, and I know I know I have had help, but I've never felt like I, I was alone and I couldn't do it on my own because I definitely prayed, and I don't feel like that was the future that God had. And, and to people that that are down on their luck and that aren't where they want to be in life, just keep pushing, keep giving your best your best effort. And I'm not saying it's always going to pay off, but as long as you live right, you got to chalk it up to that. You can't can't ask for nothing else, you know, we, we wake up every day, we breathe, I used to have, a, I used to have a, um, an alarm at 7.30 a.m. to get up and thank God on my phone, I always had that alarm, until I, I, I always did it, every time I woke up, I stretch, I say, thank you, God, and, that's, and I, I go into prayer, um, that's the main thing, so for any, any young man out there who, um, who, who don't feel like they're thanking God enough, Set that alarm on your on your on your phone. Your alarm clock. Put it on your fridge. Put it on your wall. Um, make it a sticky note. Put it on your calendar. Every day, thank God, thank God. And I feel like you're gonna be okay. I can't I can't predict that you're gonna be okay. But you want to be you want you want to grow up and you want to be a man that's that's not um that's not looked down upon and um by especially by the people that love you the most. You know, especially by the children. Ladies and gentlemen, especially young men, that concludes our show. You don't want to forget these nuggets. He ended on a powerful note. Whatever you do, praise God, thank God, let him guide you, let him lead you, and you will be successful. And I love what you said, what granddaddy said, for every problem, there are two solutions, or for every complaint, there are solutions. Seek the problem solver. Don't focus on the problem. Well, good night. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, Darius, you stay on the line for a second. I'm going to tune on out. 
Don't forget, you can email me at badthoughttherapy at gmail.com if you have a question or comment or you would like to be on the show. Good evening.